Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. Thank you so much for being here. As a reminder, each Coach's Corner episode is either me talking or me interviewing another expert or thought leader or someone that I find interesting or informative. And every Wednesday, a numbered episode comes up where you hear me do a coaching session with someone. And to get on the waitlist for that, just go to christinehassler.com slash waitlist. We also have the opportunity for couples to come on the show, christinehassler.com slash couples. We did a couples episode a couple weeks ago. If you missed that one with Jonathan and Lorena, go back and check it out. It was a really beautiful episode. And thank you to all of you who leave ratings and reviews for the show. If you haven't done that, please head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to the show and leave a rating and review. It only takes a second to leave a rating and a few seconds to leave a review. And it means a lot to me and the show. Here we are. December 2020. This year flew by and creeped by all at the same time. It was a bit of a time warp, wasn't it? And if you think back to New Year's Eve last year, thinking about 2020 and this is going to be the best decade yet and let's crush 2020. By March, all of us had a pretty big expectation hangover, didn't we? You know, I've, I've got to be honest, I really felt like this was not going to be this amazing year. I felt like it was going to be a year where we had 2020 vision. We were able to see things clearly. And often when we can see things clearly, when we can see the truth of things, it's not always pretty, but it's good to see. And although this year was challenging and traumatizing and shocking, in so many ways, and it continues to be for so many of you. It's also been necessary in a lot of ways. You hear so often on the show, someone has a massive expectation hangover, a dark night of the soul, they lose everything. And that is their wake-up call. And we are on a massive wake-up call. And you know it. Like deep down, you know it. And whether you your own life is going pretty okay, but you can feel the collective shifting or you're really, really challenged this year, we're all part of this awakening, this transformation so that we can stop buying into a lot of systems and structures that just aren't working. We're starting to realize we've been controlled, we've been lied to, we've been manipulated by the powers that be. And we're really taking back our power and bringing back that oneness in humanity. We're moving more and more out of that hierarchical authority kind of system. And I really feel like the universe is supporting us. It's really calling us forward. And in my opinion, experience, whatever I want to call it, the light always wins. And it's not a contest. So I guess a better way to say that is the light always prevails. Light and love is so much stronger than any darkness. And the more and more people that wake up and move into our hearts and come together collectively, the more we shift things. I also want to speak to a lot of the up-leveling that's been going on and ascension symptoms. So often when we're shifting vibration, when more light is coming in, when we're kind of going through an upgrade. Just think about your phone. I have an iPhone and I know not everybody listening has an iPhone, 
But every, I don't know, week, month, I get that alert in my settings that I need to update my software and I resist it for a while (laughs) because I just don't like updating my software. But eventually I cave because I get sick of the alerts and my, my phone gets updated and it goes dark for a bit, goes through its little process and then boom, it's updated and the alerts are gone. We as human beings experience upgrades and when there's so much shifting in the world, we can often have physical symptoms when we're experiencing an upgrade or an up-leveling of consciousness. I have heard so many people say they are extremely tired, like tired like they've never been before, dizziness, headaches. Some people have been getting sick like fevers and head colds that are not COVID related, brain fog, clumsiness, ringing in ears, feeling a little disoriented, being more sensitive to things like chemicals, alcohol, caffeine, being weepy, having anxiety that you can't really name. All of these, and and there's even more, can be ascension symptoms. They can be things we experience when collectively we're going through an upgrade. I tend to have headaches. I also have been very dizzy when I get up. I sit down, I get up and I'm like, woo. And, And at times in my life, I know that's been purely physical when my iron's been low or something's been going on, but this I can feel is like it's a recalibration. And I, and both Steph and I have been needing a lot more sleep. So that may be another thing that you may be experiencing as well. So really this is such a good time to use your intuition. And if you're experiencing physical things, of course, it's always good to get them checked out by a doctor just to put any worries at ease and really check in with your intuition and ask your intuition and your body, which work together, is something really quote unquote wrong or is my body really experiencing an energetic upgrade? And you can Google Ascension Symptoms. There's so much out there on it and just see if it really resonates with you and just notice as I'm talking about it, does it resonate with you? Is there a part of you that is like, oh, wow, that's what's going on? And my confirmation for whether or not something resonates for me is a feeling of relief. When someone says something that doesn't resonate or doesn't feel truthful, I want to defend, I want to react, I I want to, I get sort of agitated. It can be subtle or it can be pretty overt. But when someone says something that resonates, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, that really lands. So just consider, does this land? And how you deal with ascension symptoms and energetic upgrades is you sleep, you don't push, you take lots of baths with Epsom salts, you eat high vibrational foods, fruits, vegetables, even good to cook the vegetables a little bit so it's easier on your digestion. You move slowly, you are gentle with yourself, you spend time in meditation, you move emotions because that's part of what this up-leveling is about is, is really kind of moving us out of the denser emotions. So you may need to do an anger release, you may need to have a good cry. That's 100,000% wonderful and okay. Let yourself have that. You journal, you hang out with like-minded people, either physically or on Zoom, however you're connecting with people. 
You're just good to yourself and your body. And trust that these upgrades and up-leveling that's happening is preparing us to deal with everything that's coming. I wish I could say that at the turn of the new year, I felt like things were going to magically get better and we were going to be complete with the chaos that has been 2020. I'd love to be wrong. That's just not what I feel. I feel there's more that will be exposed. There's more challenge because we've said yes. We've said yes to let us see the shadow, let the truth be exposed, and there's more. So the best way you can prepare yourself is be kind to your body, be kind to yourself, up-level your spiritual practice, process your emotions, surround yourself with people and information that are higher vibrational, turn off the news or dramatically decrease how much you listen to it, pay attention to the narrative that you're buying into, and always come back to love. It's tempting to go into judgment about all the things that are going on in the world. And judgment is necessary. We have to be discerning. We have to look at, all right, this is okay. This is not, this is quote unquote right. This is quote unquote wrong. And we need that spiritual sight of this is all happening for a reason. And what is the reality I want to create in my life? And how do I want to impact the life of others? So keep all that in mind. So those of you who've been with me for many years know that every new year I release a ritual, a process to help you let go of this year and move consciously into the next. And I wanted to make sure that I released this episode, this ritual, which is all about letting go of this year, reflecting on it, letting it go a little bit before the end of the year so you had time to do the process. If you've done the process before, every year I add to it, I tweak it a little bit. This is a fresh recording. So I encourage you to go through this, take time with it, and really use it. People that do this process, I always hear from them and they say, you know, it was such an important part of completing my year and moving into the next. We want to do things with intention. We want to do things with awareness. This was a really big year on so many levels. So I encourage you take time to do this process. Go ahead and get a piece of paper and a pen so you can write down these steps. I'll guide you through the process and then you'll do the process on your own. Before we dive in, I want to thank my sponsor for the week, which is Organifi. Organifi is one of my favorite superfood companies. I love their products. All their products are high quality. They taste great and they do what they're supposed to do. And they also make great gifts. If you're looking for a gift for a health nut in your family or a friend who really loves superfoods or someone maybe you want to introduce to a healthy lifestyle that it resists it. So you could go with a red and green theme and get their Organifi green juice and red juice. They are amazing. They're two separate things. So the green juice, oh, first of all, is delicious. It has 11 superfoods for resetting the body and feeling amazing. It really helps set healthy cortisol levels. It contains a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce food cravings, so many vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. And you can take it on the go. You just put it in some water or in your smoothie and boom, you're done. Other ingredients it has that I love, moringa, chlorella, spirulina, beets, turmeric, mint, wheatgrass. Oh, 
delicious. This is how you get people to drink their greens. <laughs> and their red juice is also delicious. 13 superfoods for energy and a berry superfood drink. All their products are organic. It has just two grams of naturally occurring sugar from freeze-dried berries. And you know, you've probably heard all the science and research on berries. They are just amazing. They're such a superfood. And red juice helps you increase your energy, helps promote energy with natural herbs, medicinal mushrooms, and antioxidants. You can really skip that cup of coffee and just start your day with the red juice that has all these adaptogens and antioxidant benefits. So to get your Organifi products and get a 20% discount, go to Organifi.com slash over it. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash over it. Type in over it for the code. It's not case sensitive and get 20% off all products. They have amazing products other than the red juice and green juice. I love all their products. So again, Organifi.com slash over it, 20% off all products. All right, so let's go in to this ritual. This is a reflective process to really complete 2020. And all of us, you know, start the new year with the greatest of intentions. But by March or even the second week of January, we might not find ourselves so resolved. We kind of let go of those resolutions. In fact, there's a lot of research that says, that really by March, pretty much 100% of people have dropped their resolutions. Because I think we do things without really intention. And we want to use the past to help us create a different future. So this first part that I encourage you to do leading up to the new year, or you could write this all down and do it on December 31st, do it all in one day. Whatever you want to do is fine. This first part really helps you clear out the past year so that when you think about your intentions for the new year, you'll have this year in review complete. This year in review process can take anywhere from 30 minutes to several hours, depending on how intense you want to do it. I really encourage you carving out time. If you want to do it all in one process, book at least an hour. But if you want to use you know, this week really leading up to the new year, you could do a little bit each day. However, you want to do it, whatever resonates with you is totally fine. But make sure that each time you sit down to do it, you're uninterrupted, your phone is off, you light a candle, you set an intentions, and you make it ceremonial. So you're going to create your 2020 year in review. And you can just write it on a piece of paper, 2020 year and review. This was a big year for so many of us. And month by month, you're going to recall events that happened. People you met, places you visited, lessons you learned, struggles you had, accomplishments, blessings, funny moments, surprises, expectation hangovers, and on and on. What's so great about looking at the year in this way is that you're able to notice how you've grown and express gratitude for all your learnings. So the way I like to do it is I go through each month and I think about where I was. Sometimes I look through my phone with my phone off, I mean on airplane mode, and I look at pictures and that helps me remind myself of what I experienced or what was going on. Maybe if you keep a journal, you can refer to that. So just write the events and then go back through and really write out the learnings and the blessings and the gratitudes. And when you complete it, when you complete writing out everything, consider what were the big themes of this year? 
I've said since March that this pandemic and everything that's happened this year has brought up so much uncertainty and has triggered so many people's inner child and so many people's woundings. And so a lot of the theme that's come up this year was dealing with unresolved issues. So what were the things that were really triggered for you this year? What was your curriculum? What's been up for you in terms of evolving and learning and growing and healing? 2020 was a year of healing for so many of us. What were the big things that you left behind? And after you complete your, your lessons and your learnings and your theme, then I want you to start thinking about the behavior or beliefs or habits that you'd like to leave behind. We all have our regrets, bad habits, patterns we get stuck in, and learning experiences. Yet a lot of us tend to cling to them much longer than we need to. So on a separate sheet of paper, write down what you'd like to leave behind in 2020. For example, being obsessed with an ex, bad eating habits, going to bed too late, procrastinating, some limiting beliefs, repetitive disruptive thoughts, overuse of social media or the news, swearing, or deeper things like a wound you've been carrying around for a long time. Maybe it's time to leave that behind or a story that you've been telling yourself or a narrative you've been buying into. Write that list of everything that you want to leave behind and in a ceremonial way, burn it. Ceremonial and safe way, I should say. And if you can't burn it in a very, very safe way, then just rip it up into little, little tiny, tiny pieces and throw it away. But before you do that, before you rip it up or you burn it, set that intention. I am letting this go. I am letting this go. I am letting this go. And watch the paper burn or watch yourself rip it up and just use the power of visualization to release everything you want to leave behind this year. There's a lot that you held and you handled and you did this year. So many people coped with over drinking or over Netflixing or overeating. Maybe you want to leave that behind without any punishment, without any judgment. Maybe that's what you needed to give yourself some soothing but maybe now next year it's time to find some healthier ways. So you let all that go. You burn it, you let it go. And that's it. That completes the year in review and letting go process. Simple yet profound. Now, if you're doing this on the 31st, then on the 1st, you do the New Year's ritual and I'll release a podcast episode on that next week so you can get ahead of things. And the New Year's ritual is a beautiful process as well. So let me review this one. You set aside some time, you set the environment, you light a candle, you really set the intention of completion, clarity, letting go. You write down your year in review, events that happened. Maybe you go back through pictures, back through your journal. You start to extract the lessons, the blessings, the struggle. Then you really look at the theme of life, life lessons, of things that you've learned, what was really up for you. If you were to pick one word that summarized 2020, what would it be? Then on a separate sheet of paper, all the things you want to let go of, all the things you want to be leave behind. And then in a ceremonial way, you safely burn it or you rip it up into tiny pieces. I love this ritual. I do it every year. It's incredibly, incredibly powerful and really supports us in moving forward into the next year. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. 
much love and many blessings. Until next time.